You're listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward, episode number 18. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and experiences on spirituality, food, health, mindset, and on life in general. My goal is to tell you everything I wish I had known when I decided to take control of my reality and start living the life of my dreams. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. All right, guys, so it is time, the time has come for an episode on anxiety. This is a really, really important episode to me because I think that I know that for me, for example, I've been releasing a lot of content on the law of attraction and high vibe and feel good and often when I search for answers, I hear just feel a little bit better and do this and do that. And I just needed an answer as to what is my anxiety? How do I fix it? Do I fix it? Do I allow it? Is it in my head? What the F is going on? And I know for anyone else who experiences anxiety, and I don't mean just like a little anxiety, like you're starting a new thing and, oh, I'm a little anxious. (laughs) Like anxiety. And I know if you're, someone who also gets anxious, you know that feeling that I'm talking about. And it's this feeling of helplessness, listlessness, the inability to just do simple tasks without having these rampant thoughts. And so for a long time, I have just wanted to touch upon it, but I didn't really have the words because... I never really knew how to explain where mine stemmed from. And you can't tell someone what you mean unless you can explain it from your own perspective. So today I had a panic attack. I have had a week of anxiety. So for me, what does that mean? For me, that means not feeling connected, feeling disconnected from my body, from the whole from source. Uh, This means not wanting to go to bed, like being tired, but just getting like revved up before bed for some reason. This means not going to yoga as much as I should. This means, this means so much more than all that. And I don't even, this means asking myself if I'll ever truly be happy. That's what this means. This means thinking in the future, not allowing, not being present. This means not being able to do normal tasks, truly struggling to do normal tasks without being paralyzed. So this is paralysis. This means being unsure if I want to do something because I actually don't want to do it or if it's because my mind's saying, no, don't do it. So for me, anxiety is disrupting. It's debilitating. And it used to be worse, but now it still does come and go and i'm tr- i'm 
how do I even, I'm not trying. I don't want to try. I'm working with myself to get a little bit better and I do get a little bit better. And after having this culmination of all the anxiety I had this week, just see and just blow up out of me. I called my mom this morning. She called me down and I now have the clarity to talk about this because through this chaos this morning, I had some clarity. So I know I've kind of been babbling for the first few minutes of this, but I had to explain to you guys how it feels because I understand if you're listening to this and you have anxiety, I I get it. Like I really get it. I have felt it on a cellular level just like you have. And and this is the thing, If even if you're listening to this and you're not like rocked by anxiety, we all experience it sometimes. And so this is just an episode from someone who's really trying to take the spiritual twist on life right now. Because I, I, I haven't heard like a clear consensus on what anxiety is. And I think that I can kind of sum it up or help at least a little bit. Okay, so... This is for me. This is what I experienced. This is what I know to be true. And so I'm going to explain what anxiety is for me, things that are catalysts to my anxiety, what helps me. And at the least, if you take nothing else from this, but to to know that someone else is going through it, then that's all I can ask for, right? Like you are not alone when you experience anxiety, but anxiety is separating ourselves, right? Anxiety is separate. So I'm going to start by saying that like for me, anxiety is paradoxical in a way because anxiety for me is wanting to be somewhere that I am not. Wanting to be somewhere that I am not physically and mentally literally and figuratively it is not being present so for example I could be sitting on the beach right very present with my book and all of a sudden my mind will say you should be doing work that's anxiety it could be me doing work and my mind saying you know it's cool that you're releasing this podcast but shouldn't you have released like 13 more than you already have So it's wanting to be somewhere that I am not, whether literally physically my body wants to be somewhere else and it's trying to say, hey, it would be so much better if you're here or it's wanting to be somewhere I'm not in my career or somewhere I'm not ready to be, right? It's wanting to be somewhere that I am not and it's paradoxical or contrasting because the second way that anxiety exists for me, is not allowing myself to be where I want to be. I worded these, I took care of the wording that I used in these two things because I wanted them to be somewhat concise. Not allowing myself to be where I want to be. So there's a difference between wanting to be somewhere that I am not because my mind thinks I should or because I saw someone else who is there. That is different than me consistently doing things that are not allowing myself to be where I want to be, right? So buffering with reading or putting off doing something because I'm scared or allowing resistance to just keep me from doing something, not allowing myself to follow my intuition even if it's scary. So they are different. They are different. And so... For me, the wanting to be somewhere that I'm not, this feels in my body kind of just like this agitation. 
this agitation and this this helplessness, wanting to be someone that I'm not. Oh my god, did I make the wrong decision? I, right now, I'm sitting with my hands up in the air and I'm kind of scrunched and wanting to be somewhere. Should I be there? I don't know. Not allowing myself to be where I want to be is being okay, but feeling this energy moving through me and not going anywhere. So I know that it's anxiety because I can feel this energy, but it's not quite as bad because I'm still kind of happy, right? Like, so if you're buffering and watching Netflix, you're into it, but you're not addressing this energy moving through you that's ready to move through you to fulfill your purpose, okay? So those are two... And I'll put these in the show notes so that you can kind of see them. But those are the two main ones for me. And then the third one kind of goes along with both of them. And that's just being disconnected from my body, my physical present body, and being so in my effing head. Okay? That one's pretty self-explanatory and goes hand in hand with the first two. But for me, that is what anxiety is. And now that I know it, hopefully going forward, it will be easier to address, okay, what's going on for me right now? Where am I trying to be? Okay, I'll get to a little bit about that later, how I asked myself that today. And I was like, wait, whoa. But first, I want to say some things that are the catalysts to my anxiety. So again, I know that anxiety is a memorized feeling for my body. So nothing is ever the cause of anxiety. That is just our minds telling us so, right? Think about that. Nothing inside of me is because of something outside of me. And so that's, first of all, I know that this is something inside of me, an energy or a false story or my brain wanting to control something that needs no control. So just recognizing that my body has it memorized right now, so it's going to search for things to be anxious about. But whatever you are feeling, it comes from you. Just as joy, we talk about joy comes from us. It's the same thing with anxiety. It's the same thing as everything. So me and my girlfriend got in a little tiff this morning, to be honest, and I'm placing some of my anxiety on her. And then I had this moment of, babe, wow, I am so sorry. This is not how I feel. This has nothing to do with you, right? And she said, wow, me too. We're getting a little anxious about the move. But nothing someone else can do, nothing outside of you, just basically nothing outside of you can cause that feeling. But these are some things that I know to aggravate the anxiety, okay? So I'm just going to list them off in no particular order. But the first one is too much alone time. Too much damn alone time. I like being alone, but there's 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 a line, right? <laughs> they say, I can't remember if I've said this on the show before, but an idle mind is the devil's plaything true true when my mind is idle or when I'm alone even if I'm doing work I how long can you do work for how long can you be alone for for so for me too much alone time even if it means like I know that for some people hanging out with friends or talking on the phone to someone isn't as easily accessible as it might be for some other people. But honestly, you guys, if that means going to a gas station and going in and making talk with the clerk, so be it. If it means going to a Starbucks and sitting there where you hear people around you and maybe you make conversation there, but too much alone time, okay? Now, 
on the other side of that coin, the next one I have on my list is not enough alone time because we're never truly alone. I really believe that we are connected to this consciousness and this whole and to each other, but not enough alone time. So we can't connect to that. So it's finding a balance, right? Too much alone time, not enough alone time. And that's going to be different for everyone. That is going to be so different for everyone, but know yourself well enough. I know myself. I'm a people person. I really need my alone time, but I'm a people person too. And when I'm alone for too long, maybe this happens to some of you guys, I then start to get more anxious about hanging out with people. It's like this reverse weird thing that happens, this effect that happens when I'm alone too much. Then I start putting up resistance towards doing things because it's been so long because my brain's like, okay, we're safe in this alone time, right? So too much alone time, not enough alone time. The next one is lack of structure and schedule. Now, I have said before, alignment before action. I'm all for getting joyful before flowing along with your day, but I think there is something good to be said about having some structure, even if that's just scheduling a workout class in the morning for all you people out there with me who are kind of doing your own thing right now. If you have a nine to five, you know what? Like bask in the glory of having a schedule for real. I know you're like, okay, no, it sucks, but when you have more time and it's just you, it can be interesting. I'm not going to be, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say hard. I'm not going to give it a judgment, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. So again, even if that means just scheduling your yoga class in the morning, that's a schedule. And then knowing from there, then you'll be able to do some work. And then maybe at 4.30 or 5 when your girlfriend or boyfriend gets home and you want to go for a walk with them. Just having some sense of structure is important or just having things going on or you know right now I'm looking at these sticky notes on my computer that I've started making because even if I don't get to exactly what's on them I have a rough idea of what I want to be doing right so on my sticky note it was record Georgina intro and outro I just did that I released that episode and then it said record an episode on coaching okay so I'm not recording an episode on coaching right now but I am recording an episode and when you put those intentions out like we've said when you put those things out there to be scheduled and structured, then they will fall into place. So just having some schedule, some structure, some intention, okay? The next one is running from myself and not checking in. If you experience anxiety, you might do this as well. Staying busy. How many out there? I see all those hands raised <laughs> virtually. I see all the people who go to the gym and pretend that a workout will fix it. I am that person at the gym trying to fix it, running from it. It feels better physically, but there's still this turmoil that's just lingering. Realistically, I've come to find this. And for me, anxiety is a cyclical pattern. At the heart of this cycle is usually me working out and working out and trying to run from it rather than allowing a meltdown or seeing it for what it is. So I'll work out, I'll work out, I'll work out, and then it just explodes over because working out makes me feel physically good, but that's not doing anything for me, for me, okay? So running for myself and not checking in enough, truly checking in. I mean, sitting down and writing some stuff on paper or allowing yourself to cry and say, why am I feeling like this? That's a check-in. It's not like sitting on the car, in the car on the way to the gym after leaving work before you're hanging out with your friends saying like, am I good? Yeah, I'm good. Check in deeply with yourself, which leads to my next one. Not enough meditating. That also causes me anxiety. Meditation, you guys. I will say it until the cows come home. Meditation. Calm the thoughts. 
calm your brain, allow, even if you are new at meditating, even if you just have a few moments of silence to connect, to bring your brainwave down into where you're connected with source, meditate. When I don't meditate enough, not good. Similarly, skipping yoga is the next one. I must go to yoga at least once a week. I know that I'm saying these things that might not be pertinent to you, but they are helpful, you guys, seriously. We store so much in our bodies and yoga is amazing. Meditation, a must. It's not even, meditation could cure the world for real. So not enough meditating, skipping yoga, not getting outside. I need to get outside. I need to be connected. Same thing. Falling into old patterns like working out too much, another thing that I sometimes do. Um, And then the next one is too much caffeine. As you guys have probably heard me say on and off, I I have this love affair with coffee and then I hate it, I love it, I hate it, I switch to matcha. I don't think that it's necessarily the cause of this deep-rooted anxiety within me, but I don't think it's really helping anything. I think it makes you feel agitated and it does bring you into like this fight or flight in your brain at least for sure. So for me trying to just ease back on it and it it can be hard because you know anxiety when I'm feeling sad like I used to be sad a lot (laughs) so it did used to be that thing that got me out out of bed in the morning so now it's just finding okay being real with myself and it's hard I can tell you guys I know it's hard to not have a coffee maybe you don't drink coffee maybe whatever but for me it's hard not to have a coffee so those are the things that usually lead me to if I'm if I'm just those things are all kind of happening, especially at once, because that's how it goes, right? Like one little thing, you skip a yoga class, and then you don't meditate the next day, and you start to feel up. So those are for me. But maybe start asking yourself, okay, when do I not feel like myself? What leads me to have these little breakdowns? What makes me feel anxious? And be really gentle with yourself, okay? So the next list then is just to, I just want to talk about some things that can help. Now, again, this is for me. Maybe this won't help you, but just get to know yourself with what will help. And I think that this list will kind of help because, so I'll just get into it and then I'll explain. The first one is get outside, get moving. Even if you go walk down the street and sit at the end of the street, you have gotten up, you have gotten outside, your feet have connected to the earth. You are now somewhat in your body more than just laying there paralyzed. So get outside and get moving. Get moving. Get outside. Go touch a tree. <laughs> if you're near the ocean, mm-hmm, go near the ocean. I just sit at the ocean sometimes and I'm like, okay, everything's good. But really, getting outside and feeling the sun or just feeling the air, that really brings you back, right? That brings you back down. The next one is call a friend, call a mom, call anyone. Like I said, I understand that this is not accessible for some people and I've been there because if I have a meltdown at Wednesday on like a Wednesday at 1 p.m., everyone's working and I'm like, uh. <laughs> so if that's not accessible, do do what you got to do. Text anyone who's around. Go, like I said, seriously, go into a gas station and talk to someone. I'm not kidding you guys. Like do what it takes to feel a connection, get out of your head. Next one is sign up for a class that is happening soon. So you can't not go. This I know I just said like, don't work out if you are just running from it but if if you know that a workout makes you feel good it's going to be hard to get you there like when you're having anxiety it's hard to kind of do anything but if you know it will make you feel better and not a I'm running from it way but a this will make me not anxious because realistically I don't think we should run from it 
but I don't think that addressing it as an anxiety attack is ensuing is also <laughs> is a good idea either. So these are this is why I'm saying these ones and then so the next one is watch a movie you love or read a book. Do what you truly want to do. So do something that actually will feel good right now. Now I say these ones before I say these last ones because when you're having an anxiety attack or it's really bad, I will never tell you to sit down and meditate right then and there. I will never tell you to lay down and experience it and be with yourself and try to journal about it right then and there because I think, I know that sitting with it is not good at that time. By the time that anxiety is truly like happening or if you're having a panic attack like I was this morning like I need to talk to someone I need to move I need some something has to give and then after the storm has calmed down a little bit then you can lay down this is what I do I lay down usually with one hand on my stomach one one hand on my heart or just by my sides but grounding facing palms facing down and ask yourself what am I doing and what am I doing it for? So I'll use myself as as an example. In the figurative way I was saying that I want to be somewhere I'm not, I this week have been kind of getting down on myself because right now I don't have the income I want to, to, to be honest with you guys, the income I want to be coming in when we're about to move to California. And I don't have an online course launched yet and I don't have this and I don't have that. And so I've been freaking myself out. And then today I said, hold up, whoa. Why am I doing anything that I'm doing? And then I realized that I've been in this go, go, go. I've, I fell back into the old ways that I've talked about. The go, go, go. The get stuff done. The do whatever it has to take. That does not feel good. I have been doing my own thing and it has felt good. And then when I fell back, fell back into my old ways of anxiety and having to do this and I'm not worthy and all of these things. So today when I really sat down and got to like talk to myself and ask myself, why am I doing all this? I was like, oh, wait. I I haven't even been, what? Like, it's fine. Your ego will probably tell you, or whatever you want to call it, but I call it the ego, will want to tell you that you're, you're behind, maybe, or that you're not doing enough, or that the money's not coming in, but that is not going to help. That's not going to help. And I think a good cry will help because you have to get it out and you have to see what you're working with. But then, because then it's easier to, you have that little, you have that little cry, you have that release. You say, it's okay. You be gentle with yourself. You get it all out. You say, what's going on? I can't do this anymore. And then you kind of get it all out and you're like, wait, I can. I am exactly where I need to be. Okay. So just get yourself there. Get to the point where you can at least be sitting with yourself and be like, Okay, I'm going to be okay. Everything is okay. Most of the time, everything is okay. I've been in positions where things were not looking so great, but it was still okay. And then you can ask the universe for help. So today, for example, I had this realization that like, wow, I got caught up in where other people were and what money I thought I should have before I left and I was not trusting and I was not checking in with my truth and I was not focused on what I should be focusing on and that's helping people. That is helping people. And I was losing sight of that in in the name of what? Making more money? Getting out more podcasts? What? You know? So then I lay down and I said, what is up, source? <laughs> what is good? Help a girl out. And it led me to read a few pages in this book and then I 
wrote in my journal. And then when I went to grab my journal, I couldn't find it. So I had to use this notebook. And in my notebook was all of the notes I need to do the next episode that I'll be recording, which is my meditation recording. I thought I lost the notes there that they were at Lindsay's and I couldn't do it. And then Source was like, here. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> but that's how it works, you guys. It really is. It really is. Things should be working out for you. Things can work out for you. It's just this fine dance, this fun dance of being where you are, respecting it, and also allowing yourself to get to the next place you want to be. Allow. Do not force. Do not make your dreams come true. Allow them to come true, right? Allow yourself to be where you're at. Allow yourself to be where you're at. And then once you're calmed down, then maybe you meditate and then maybe you get on your mat and then maybe you do some work. I had a full-blown panic attack this morning and now I'm recording. Like, talk about a 180. And just not for nothing, maybe I was meant to have that so I could talk to you guys. Because for a while I've known that part of my purpose was to share just how bad my anxiety is because I know some some other people are going through it. And I am here with you and I... I am somewhat in the public eye. I mean, I have this podcast and thousands of people listen to it and I'm on Instagram a lot and I want to be more in the public eye, right? And for a while I was like, I have to put on this show. No one can know that I'm anxious. Who's going to want to listen to someone who's anxious? Who's going to want to learn from someone who's anxious? Who's going to want to be coached from someone who's anxious? And I do. <laughs> I would have loved to listen to this recording a few years ago. Because it's so easy for someone to say, when you're anxious, you should meditate. When you're anxious, you should go for a walk. And I did tell you guys to do that, but I understand how hard it can be to get outside and get moving. And it's all going to be okay. That is really just, it's going to be okay. And there's a conversation to be had about anxiety and doing less. Just stop and check in with yourself and let yourself be where you want to be and don't self-sabotage yourself because strip everything away. And that's what I did today and I'm laying on my yoga mat and I had gotten it all out and one day I want to be giving thousands of dollars to people who need homes because I, for a long time growing up, needed a home because we didn't have one a lot of times growing up. And so that's who I want to be. I want to be someone giving giving to charities and I want to be someone who's joyful and can help others be joyful. And I want you to be experiencing joy. And when you strip everything away, what really matters? And what am I doing? Right? So... I'm starting to feel like that is exactly what I needed to say in this episode because usually <laughs> it all flows out of me like here it is and then I'm feeling like that is where I want to be with this conversation right now and I hope that it helped you and as always I have some quotes to leave this episode off with and they kind of go with the first two reasons I get anxiety so I kind of tried to find a quote that was relevant to both sides of it. So, for example, the first one I said that causes me anxiety or that I believe is a stem of anxiety is wanting to be somewhere that I am not. 
And I found this quote that says, I am exhausted from trying to be stronger than I feel. I'm exhausted from trying to be stronger than I feel. And I've talked about this before where we are trying to make this this change in our lives, but it can be incremental. It has to be incremental. You can't just jump from here to there. You can. You can. All right? I shouldn't say you can't, but you do want to check in and allow yourself baby steps. Because if you're going from having severe anxiety to wanting to be this huge in the public eye person. Imagine imagine if I had a panic attack this morning like I did and like was about to be on Oprah. Goals, right? But like, but really, I mean, it would be fine. I would work it out. But that is what this journey is for. That is what this process is for. Again, maybe your journey looks nothing like this. Maybe whatever. But I'm saying it is exhausting from trying to be stronger than I feel. Allow yourself to be where you're at physically, in your career, with your relationships. Allow it. While simultaneously allowing yourself to start going towards what is being flowed to you. Stop buffering with other people and working out and watching Netflix. Right? And the quote that I have for not allowing myself to be where I want to be is, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. And that one's Les Brown. The other one was unknown. This one's Les Brown. So all of that being said, dance the dance. Find that line. Be present when you make a decision. Live in that decision. Be present for that decision. Ground yourself in your decisions. Ground yourself physically in your body. And also allow yourself to be where you want to be. So when you're somewhere, when you are at point D, allow yourself to be fully at point D without wanting to be at point Z. Just as quickly and easily, you can allow yourself to, to see that the door is opening to point E and step through it. Instead of reading that Harry Potter book, me, instead of doing what's comfortable, being happy with where you're at and seeing that there's fear, but going towards it. And again, wanting to be somewhere that you're not, that's going to feel... Oh my God, oh my God, should I have done this? Should I have done that? What, what, should I be there? And not allowing yourself to be where you want to be is kind of, it's like okay but uncomfortable. <laughs> and not in like the, I just did something cool and it was uncomfortable way, the like I'm watching a movie, but really I would actually like to be doing this other thing. Or making a decision that, making a decision. So you kind of could do a podcast right now, but instead saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll do that later. So before I get too deep into anything else, I hope that this helped you guys. I've actually considered doing (laughs) a short little episode on something to listen to when you're anxious. If that's something you guys think that you would actually listen to, let me know because I think that that would be really helpful for me. Just having someone who's been through it to if I were to make this 10 minute little thing where I talk someone through their anxiety 
and you can listen to it when you're anxious. So I've been thinking about that and I've also been thinking about doing some action episodes instead of a flash episode. So I'll have normal episodes, flash episodes, and action episodes. And the action ones will be, you know you have to be somewhere where you have a few minutes and sitting with a pen and paper and it might be write 10 things down that you're great, great <laughs> that you're grateful for or meditate for five minutes and so these are just some ideas that I have on the horizon with a lot of other things that I'll allow but not force and I hope this was helpful for you guys as always I am here for you I am here for you I am truly here for you and I'm not just saying that and if you ever I'm on Instagram at Casey underscore Edward and you can shoot me a DM but also if you really want some help and you need to talk to someone or if you don't understand the law of attraction and you want to know how to reframe your thinking in terms of the law of attraction versus go, 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 or you want to talk to someone about your anxiety or if you just want a little breakthrough or if you want to get to like the root of subconscious beliefs, I would literally love to talk to you because I used to be kind of shy about being like, I'm a coach, but now I'm like, I'm a coach. I'm good at what I do, to be honest. And (laughs) like, I receive coaching and I think that it is the most underutilized tool. People will spend so much money on training and going to the gym and getting massages, but like why are we not taking care of our mental health? So short rant, but coaching is really truly helpful. You don't have to call it a coach. You don't have to call it whatever you want, but like if you need some help or if you need someone to talk to or if you need someone to be like yo you are driving yourself crazy for no reason I would really love to be that person because I love helping and I love to receive helping and so you could shoot me a dm you can go to my website it's just my name caseyedward.com and you can schedule the first consultation is free like I've said before like let's do this let's all do this I get some coaching and anyone else who needs coaching and If you don't know if that's for you, shoot me a DM and say hi. Whatever you want right now, whatever you need, I'm ready. I just got ready. So all in all, I hope this this episode was helpful. I'm really excited. I'm excited. I think that this is a conversation that I really wanted to have with you guys for a long time to keep it real, but also to be able to say it in a manner that was clear enough for you to get where I was coming from with it and to be able to walk away and be like, ha, okay, that makes sense. Here's what I can do. I'm going to stop babbling. Just know that you are in control of your reality. You're so in control. You're so good. We're all so, 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 so good. Okay. So I love you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I will talk to all of you soon. All right. Bye.